Welcome to another episode of the Wow Factor Staff Podcast. Today I have someone with me in the studio. Her name is Blessing. We are going to be discussing strategies for making the boss like you. Blessing, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Thank you, Kingsley. I'm very happy to be here speaking with you. Just to tell a little bit about myself, I am an engineer. I have over 10 years experience. I have worked in the banking industry. I'm currently working in manufacturing, currently working as a safety professional. So that's a little bit about myself. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much for joining us today on the show. Blessing. Is it important for my boss to like me? Yes, it is important that your boss likes you. It's important that you have a very good relationship with your boss so that you have a good career and then both of you work together to meet um, the company's objectives. So it's a good thing for your boss to like you. You don't want to be in a space where you and your boss are not in good terms it will affect your work. So, I think it's really important. Awesome. Thank you. Okay, Blessing. Can you tell us the top traits you think bosses like to see that can endear their subordinates to them? Some of the traits I think every boss will want in a subordinate is number one, to be able to excellently deliver on the set objectives deliver on the tasks that have been given. I think that's number one trait excellently. Um, second one is uh, to be able to communicate appropriately with the boss. He wants feedback. He wants you to communicate as well necessary and with the proper channels. And then of course, we want a bit of loyalty from you. Subordinates that are loyal to them, uh, that will not go about talking about their business everywhere, but you know, keeping the business within that um, space. Those are some of the things I think every boss wants in a subordinate. Have you ever been in a situation where the boss did not like you? Wow, thanks for putting me on the spot. I've been in a situation where my boss did not like me. I had a uh, an expatriate for a boss and um, we're on the project together. Along the line, the project developed um, issues, some technical issues, and then we went into a space where we were constantly at loggerheads. He didn't like me, he didn't want to see me on the project. So that was a space where I was at that time and it was not a good experience. The project suffered, the business suffered, the project wasn't moving as fast as it should. So, yeah, I wasn't having peace. It was not a good space to be in. I was constantly in fear of, okay, maybe the next minute somebody's going to fire me. That's very interesting. I'm very sure nobody wants to be in that position. Did you end up resolving the issues with your boss? In a way, yes. We came to a kind of a, a space where we had a cordial relationship. So, yes. so yeah. How did you do that? Okay, so I was able to overcome that space where we're not in a good relationship. The way I was able to do it was through strategic communication. 
you know if i was communicating with my boss before maybe once a day now i was doing it like two three three times a day in an attempt maybe to gain his confidence and his trust um so tasks that i was 100 sure about i'll be open and honest about the ones i wasn't sure about so i'll be very uh, upfront with telling him that okay look at this tax we're not very sure we need more time or we need more resources try to preempt the next thing he wants to do so with a lot of communication through emails through face-to-face popping into the office and say boss i have a challenge or boss this is i've finished with this i think this is good to go just a lot of communication and over time we're able to scale through that rough patch yeah Wow, thank you very much. If you are still with me, you are listening to the Wow Factor Staff Podcast. And I've been talking to Blessing. Blessing has worked as a banker and she has also worked as a project manager. And right now she's working as a safety professional in one of Nigeria's manufacturing companies. So, Blessing, you just mentioned that you overcame that rough part by strategic communication so what if someone is listening to us now who is not good at expressing themselves maybe as much and as well as you did in that position okay communication is a skill that comes naturally to some people and to some people it doesn't it's not natural with them they really find it hard to communicate but this is an essential skill is a life-saving skill that you have to learn and the one of the best ways to learn is from people who are actually good at this um, you could find a mentor or somebody that's good at it and try to learn look you've got to teach me how to talk to these people when do i talk to them how do i t- approach them what is the best things to say to these people You've got to learn and then of course you could go online and learn on the internet over a period of time you need to be really interested in learning how good trust me is a skill that you can acquire so anybody could learn how to communicate appropriately you add that from r go and hone your communication skills if you feel you are not very good yet at communicating personally I am very good when it comes to written communication and express myself very well in writing. That's why it's very easy for me to sit down and write a book. But when it comes to speech, like what I'm doing right now, I am still learning it. I tell people that I am better at writing than I am at speaking. There are many people out there who are very good at speaking but they suck at writing so we all need to identify those areas that we are not very proficient in and find a way to get better i'm still here with blessing blessing please what are those things you think one can do to have likable bosses in other words what can people do to ensure that their boss like them Thank you, Kingsley. To be able to ensure that you have a boss that likes you, you need to have to be a likable person. You've got to show your likable traits. You know, you have to be open, you have to be friendly, you have to be excellent, you have to deliver on time, you have to be confident about what you do, you've got to speak up appropriately. Uh, you've got to be proactive you've got to have good ideas so that means you have to be really proficient in what you do um, help your boss to achieve his own targets 
you know sometimes we are so caught up in what we are doing we forget that our bosses also have their own targets so sometimes you have to go out of your way to help your boss achieve his target. he will always remember that oh this person helped me to get to where I am. So these are the kind of things you could do. Of course, some people might think uh, you are, it's a lot of ass kissing and all that, but trust me, you have to do a little bit of that. Not to downplay your integrity or to downplay your intelligence, but to ensure that you you contribute your own quota and make the boss happy. If you want, if you want your boss to be happy with you, you've got to make the boss happy, but not to your own detriment. Wow, that's a nice one. Thank you very much, Blessing. You said that in the past, when you found yourself in a position where you had issues with your boss, you had to talk things around by communicating with your boss and um, bringing him to your side. What if whoever is listening to us right now has a boss that is very unreasonable? I mean, the facts have shown that I cannot achieve these with the resources available to me or for some reason I will not be able to deliver whatever I've been asked to deliver but my boss cannot see from my perspective. What should I do? For instance, I have a friend who told me um, last year or last two years about a boss who wanted him to grow a business by over 100% even though the market was growing by about 12 percent the boss was asking for something that is kind of impossible how do you bring that boss to your side okay thank you for that question of course we have bosses that are very unreasonable there are many people who have bosses who have frustrated their careers because either they are incompetent or they are just downright unreasonable so what i advise is to bring other people into your corner it could be your hrbp it could be another senior uh, colleague or just a colleague somebody that could be like a, a, an accountability partner or something like that but one thing you should, do, you should know is that you have to ensure that your own job is done to the best of your ability you should be able to explain to somebody else if your boss is unreasonable that this is what is going on i have done my very best i'm not slacking i'm not lazy i'm not incompetent but you've got to get somebody in your corner because when the chips are down somebody has to speak for you apart from this unreasonable boss that sounds interesting but i see a challenge there what if i bring someone else into the picture and the boss sees it as a threat to their career what do i do your job or your career is already being threatened when you have an unreasonable boss because that boss is bound to bring you down him being threatened by you having somebody else is gonna it's just a risk that you have to take because something will happen and then you go down so i think it's a risk worth taking just to save your job or to save your career and have somebody else speak for you of course the boss is going to feel threatened when he has somebody else in your business but this is for the safety of your job and um, and for the business as well because if your boss is unreasonable he's going to make um, big promises unreasonable promises to the business based on on what you can't deliver so it, it's best that you um 
you have this discussion outside your space so that somebody else is also listening to all of this and um, giving good advice or even act as a mediator between you and your boss so it's really you have to take the risk wow thank you very much blessing for the fantastic answers you have given to us so far on this episode if you are just joining us this is the wow factor staff podcast thank you for sitting back to listening i am going to meet you in the next segment of this episode before that blessing any parting words Okay, thank you very much, Kinsley, for this opportunity. So, I just want to speak to every employee out there. Um, I'm sure all of you have aspirations to be a boss one day. You want to be the, you want to climb to the zenith of your career. So, whatever you want to see in your subordinate when you get there, I think you have to also show that good example while you're here. The kind of subordinate you would like to have, I think you have to be it right now. So, you can tell your subordinates when you get there that I was like you one day and this is how my career went and this was how I did it. So, be the best you. Thank you very much, Blessing. See you in the next segment. Today, we are going to talk about strategies for making your boss like you. I mean, there are a lot of people who think that their boss dislike them and as a result of that, they are not able to give their best to their jobs. So if it's important to you that your boss thinks well about you, this episode is for you. So let's get right on the strategies. Strategy number one, eat your daily work goals. Eat your daily work goals. Think about it. If you were an employer, will it be easy for you to dislike a person who eats all their targets on a daily basis? The answer is no. It will be difficult to do that. So, do your best to eat your daily work goals. Strategy number two, face your job as though it were your business. Think about it. If you undo your job as though it were your business, the way you will undo it will be definitely different from the way you probably undo it now. So use this strategy. Face your job as though it were your own business. Strategy number three, study your boss. Know what they like and why they act the way they do. Understand things from their perspective. Strategy number four, understand self. What are your strengths? Maximize them. What are your weaknesses? Work on them. Which of your weaknesses if you rate your boss the most? Take caution. In the last episode of this podcast, we talked about SWOT analysis and a few other stuffs. The downloadable material for a personal SWOT analysis is still available for free on my website. Head there and download it for your use. It's kingsleyibona.com forward slash wowfactorstaff. Strategy number five, deliver results very fast and send feedback 
as often as your boss likes. I'll say that again. Deliver results very fast and send feedback as often as your boss likes. Most of us learned the wrong way. When we went to school, we didn't study our books until two weeks, three weeks to the examination. But when you start working, it is important to get on the task as soon as it is handed over to you. In that case, Parkinson's law will not catch up with you. So when you are given an activity to undo by your boss, get on with it immediately. Start working on it immediately and send feedback. Strategy number six, turn in results as at when due before deadlines. Turn in results as at when due before deadlines. This is extremely important. It is better to say I am done and then you are asked to fix one or two things to make it perfect than to keep delaying until your boss gets angry. It is important to deliver results very fast. Most managers will tell you that they love subordinates who know how to deliver results very quickly. Don't forget, we are still studying the strategies for making the boss like you. Strategy number seven, eliminate excuses and be positive-minded. It is important that you find a way to ensure that you are not the one who always give excuses on why a thing will not work. Always ensure that you are positively minded. Don't be a negative person. I know it's going to take a little while for you to become a positive person if perhaps before now you have been a negative person. Positive persons are always seeing the bright side of things. Strategy number eight, question your assumptions about your balls and make necessary adjustments. Ask yourself, does my boss actually dislike me or is he or she just doing a job? Strategy number nine, get rid of the hate you have for your boss. If you do not love your boss, they will know. They will somehow feel it and reciprocate, sometimes unconsciously. If you want the boss to like you, like him or her first. Be very careful though if your boss is a member of the opposite sex. Strategy number 10. Give thoughtful gifts to your boss. Nothing out of the ordinary, maybe a nice pen, maybe a beautiful notepad, or say a book. Be careful if it is a book. Don't buy them a book that will make it look like you are trying to correct them indirectly. Strategy 11. Perform your tasks efficiently. Nobody under the sun dislikes efficiency. So it's important that you perform your tasks efficiently. Ensure your T's are crossed and your I's are dotted. Ensure that you are putting in your best and not doing things half-heartedly. Strategy number 12. Ask intelligent questions. This will endear you to your boss. Strategy number 13. Learn to be a great team player. There are many books out there 
on how to be a great team player. Find such and read them. Google will help you to discover many articles that can help you to become a great team player. Strategy number 14. Practice effective communication. Many people lose out because they do not know how to communicate effectively. Effective communication is encoding desired intents at the right time in an acceptable way from an empathic standpoint. I want to thank you very much for taking the time to listen to this episode. Do not forget that this podcast is created to make you one of the most outstanding and amazing staffs in your organization. I'd like to invite you to listen to the previous episode. I'll see you in the next episode.